Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I am your host, Dan Hennen. Today is December 21st, 2020, and our show will be about current events, particularly this last week's news stories. What I'll do is strip out the fake news and provide the listeners with the important nuggets of this past week's news. Keep in mind, this is a faith-based program. We'll start off with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord, and Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them where they are while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done in Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bazelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazelli. When you sign up for service. Well, let's start off with the news for the week. Lots going on. If you're on Twitter, it's been a very interesting week on Twitter. On December 15th, the account of Roscoe Davis, that account was suspended. Roscoe Davis is an attorney, uh, has a lot of followers, a truth seeker, pro-Trump, Mega, and he is certainly awake. He's been posting some truth bombs out there. Didn't last. Count suspended on December 15th. The death of Mo- uh, Molly McCauley was very interesting. She discovered satellites were used in the election fraud. She was aged 59, lived in Baltimore, and this was. Molly McCauley. So another interesting death. The Treasury Department announced it was hacked by a hostile foreign government-backed entity. This made the news on 12-13. Just mentioning it here, not sure the implications of that or if it's even real or not. But they did announce that they were hacked by a hostile foreign government-backed entity. December 14th, 
Antrim County, Michigan, releases the audit results of the election in Michigan. They did the audit on 16 voting machines. And once again, Trump won that county. Very interesting. Also, December 14th, Hunter Biden was served with 24 additional criminal subpoenas. Now, this doesn't make the news, the mainstream, I should say, but that's 24 additional criminal subpoenas for Hunter Biden. This should be front page news with the updates on this action. We've been talking about this for months. Now, the Durham the Durham investigation is expanding his team. So Durham already has many lawyers on the team. He's expanding it. Turns out here that Solar Winds has been compromised. Solar Winds. This ties directly into Dominion voting. The Solar Winds customer page on their website was actually removed this past week. Removed. Now, they had a claim that they had customers of Fortune 500 customers. Actually, they said they they claim that their customers are 499 of the Fortune 500 companies are their customers. That page was removed off SolarWinds' website. They're tied into this election fraud, and so they're starting to remove these things. Uh, luckily enough, these screen images were, were captured before and after they took them down. So there's evidence that it was there at one point. This is the kind of work that investigators have to do. you got to catch these guys in live time, in real time, when they're doing things like this. And this is what we're thankful for the Anons to do. Dan Scavino um, works uh, closely with the president. Had an image on Twitter of a bald eagle walking on thin ice. This was December 13th. Many suspect it had something to do with Bill Barr and the DOJ. Because Bill Barr announced he was leaving and stepping down to spend more time with his family. Was that meant to be Bill Barr on thin ice? The Department of Justice? The Eagle? Could be. But Dan Scavino has very good tweets, very good posts, very good images. Most of them are coded. You've got to figure them out as to what they mean or how to interpret them. Roger Stone makes the news as he's considering a state Senate run in Florida. This made the news on December 14th. Roger Stone, remember, the CNN team was there to capture all of the video of the SWAT team and, and uh, FBI agents and amphibious units uh, you know, descending upon his house in Florida to make that arrest. Uh, that was all for show. Remember, we're watching a movie. Um, he didn't do anything wrong. He's been acquitted and cleared of everything and pardoned. But now he's considering a state Senate run. That'll be very interesting to follow. Georgia's Secretary of State announces they're going to go forward with a signature audit for absentee ballots in Cobb County. Now, this is pretty big news. This was December 14th. Also big news that doesn't really make the news. The state of Nevada, a Nevada official announces that Trump wins the state of Nevada in the presidential 2020 election. But the media is still 
saying that Biden won the state of Nevada. So that's what we're dealing with here. What's right? What's not right? How do you get the truth out? You're dealing with the corrupt media. Now, for those following on the forum, on internet forum called GLP, Godlike Productions, their, uh, their thread on the QAnon movement and what's going on here now has exceeded 7,000 pages on the second thread. The first one was 1,776. It's the hugest. It's basically the, the biggest, the huge following on that location is giving is a great place to glean your information from. Now, just this last week on 12-16, December 16th, users noticed 20, 21 pages were just wiped out, missing off that thread. It's a 7,000-page thread. 21 pages were wiped out overnight. And so that was certainly interesting. Lynn Wood, the attorney, attorney Lynn Wood, has stated on Twitter again to raise the awareness of that Harrison Deal murder. Remember, Harrison Deal was the young man, individual, killed in that fiery crash, that car crash. He was dating Governor Kemp's daughter. This is Georgia's Governor Kemp. Kemp's daughter was dating Harrison Deal. He was involved in a fiery crash, which killed him back on December 4th. So that death was certainly suspicious. Now, December 14th, James O'Sullivan was killed. He is employed by the Georgia Bureau of Investigations. The James O'Sullivan is an agent, investigation agent for Georgia, killed in another suspicious action on December 14th. Like I said, Anthony uh, A.G. Barr is leaving the DOJ to spend time with his family uh, before Christmas. This was announced on December 14th. The new acting AG will be Jeff Rosen. And so many, many think that that picture from Dan Scavino could be Barr walking on thin ice. Now, Dominion. Dominion, once again, connected to Solar Winds. There was another hyperlink that was removed from their homepage. A hyperlink that linked them to Solar Winds has been now removed off the Dominion voting website. This also was captured in real time. This was captured. The before and after pictures and the code and the HTML code and screenshots of what the website looked like before and after, they removed any link to try to distance themselves from solar winds. Dominion involved in the voting scandal, solar winds involved in the scandal. The two companies are tied together and they are trying to distance themselves from one another. The Pentagon, the Pentagon, the acting Pentagon Defense Secretary, Chris Miller, ordered a halt to cooperate with the Biden transition team. This was announced on December 18th, and strangely enough, the DNI, Richard Grinnell, claims that this was not true on the same day. So very interesting notes coming out. This is December 18th. They said, we're not going to continue cooperating with the Biden transition team until we know the answers of the presidential election, which makes sense. 
Biden didn't win, why would they cooperate with his transition team at the Pentagon? Well, Richard Grinnell, who is a good guy and a white hat, he made sure that to, to, to have the folks understand that that claim was not true. Well, it may have been partially true, but he clarified that that's not, that's not the case. So that was very interesting. Another recount in Michigan showing that Trump did win that county. That county previously claimed that Biden won. This was December 18th. The vaccine is making all the news this past week for COVID, COVID-19, the coronavirus. The vaccine is out now by Pfizer. This is making all the news, all the news stories, and all up the front page. In fact, what we're getting now is there's so many people that do not trust the vaccine or vaccines in general around the general population. So what we're seeing on the news and the headlines is prominent people getting the vaccine. And so this is another propaganda ploy, another way to push to trust. And so what we get on December 18th, here's what we get on December 18th. Live press conference with Nancy Pelosi receiving the vaccine on national TV. But the images, if you look in close, there is a cap on that needle. Cap on the needle. Zoom in close on that image. Now, the very next day, Pence gets it. This is Vice President Pence. He's receiving this vaccine. But you look closely on the sleeve of the person administering it. The right-hand sleeve is all full of tattoos. Now, tattoos in general are not bad for a doctor administering the vaccine. But the tattoos in this particular case, if you zoom in and look at them, they are very interesting tattoos, to say the least. The least. Now, the photo op in this case for, for Pence receiving the vaccine, we know that this is going to be a highly distributed photo. This is a historical photo. So this was done on purpose. That sleeve was rolled up or pushed up just enough to be able to see that. And the photos were of the vaccine. So this was not a coincidental random photo by some doctor with tattoos. This was meant, once again, another signal, another code, another coded message on how this is done. Very interesting. Mark Zuckerberg this week, December 12th, sold stock in his Facebook account. So Zuckerberg owns Facebook, sold large chunks of stock on December 12th. Now that's interesting because why would Zuckerberg be selling off his stock? He either needs cash or he knows something's going to happen. And Zuckerberg, facing all the scrutiny with Facebook, certainly makes sense. Something seems odd. That's why it's being reported here is the timing of all this. You know, uh, Q had mentioned early on that Facebook, YouTube, Google, Twitter are all going to be going down in the, in the not-too-distant future. So look for any kind of movement like that, any kind of business movement, stock selling. And Zuckerberg here selling huge shares of stock before Christmas here in 2020 uh, probably knows something. There was an arrest this week in France. Jean, Jean-Luc Brunel 
was arrested in France. Very close to the Ghislaine Maxwell case, the Epstein case, uh, dealt with children, very prominent, wealthy person. And this another arrest is very interesting that an arrest like this took place because it was just Peter Nygaard the week before. Nygaard was was last week. So Jean-Luc Brunel, detained in France, arrested Nygaard the week before, also in France. Macron tests positive for the virus. Lots of activity this week in France. Speaking of the virus, the Pope at the Vatican. The Pope announced he will receive the COVID vaccination in January. Very interesting. Once again, we're getting prominent people making press release announcements that they're going to be taking and receiving the vaccine. Something to watch here. Arizona on 12-18, Maricopa County stated that they will not comply with the subpoenas for a forensic audit for the presidential election. I repeat, they will not comply with the subpoenas. Now, there's a question there. This is the type of subpoena that they were given is not the one that they, they do not need to. I think that's not enforceable. It's not a court-ordered subpoena. So I think this was making the news because of how serious it sounded that those later researched it and just wanted to explain that it's different than a court-ordered subpoena that they do have to comply with. This is more of a recommendation. So take that as you will. We still have issues with Maricopa. Twitter suspended the account on December 16th of the Bannon's War Room. Now, the person administering the account for Twitter um, called Bannon's War Room, this is an account that's very good. They give out truth, give out updates, basically allegedly from the uh, Mr. Bannon Inside information from from, uh, from Bannon. You know that's not the the case, of course, but it is a good account. So good that that account was suspended on December sixteenth. Also, December sixteenth, CBS News announced they actually announced it was election meddling with China and Iran. This is very prominent. This was announced on December sixteenth. The information from Radcliffe, the director of national intelligence, Radcliffe, said that there was proof of election meddling between foreign countries, China and Iran. CBS News ran with the story and announced it. That was shocking enough. But we've got to remember, this executive order signed by Donald Trump in 2018, September of 2018, deals specifically with foreign countries meddling in the U.S. elections and how to deal with that. Now, that executive order does state that when the election ends, there's a 45-day window to file your claims to bring that to the attention. Now, we believe that that was done. That deadline was Friday, December 18th. That was done. Now, publicly, we've heard that that has been either delayed or it hasn't happened yet as far as publicly. But... What we know is that there's proof has to be brought 
up in that 45-day window. Now, that window was either delayed or expanded, um, but we certainly have enough evidence of uh, the election fraud and now the meddling with foreign entities involved. We still have those servers that were based in Frankfurt, Germany. The servers that were tallying the votes for the presidential election were housed in Germany. So not only China and Iran, we've got Germany. So there is proof of that. It just depends on when will that will be made public. Because that could wipe out this entire election. Now, the other thing with the executive order with Donald Trump, we have to remember, is that Christmas Eve, December 24th, he made that a federal holiday. This didn't make any of the mainstream news. So Christmas, December 25th, has always been a national holiday. But not the 24th, that's Christmas Eve. This year, and this year only, Donald Trump has made that a federal holiday. So that's the thing to watch out for. If he's going to make some announcement or take some action on December 24th, it may be because that's a federal holiday. And remember, it's not going forward. It's just this year. It's only for 2020. Many suspect that if it's a federal holiday, they can't be in session. Therefore, members of Congress can be arrested. Members of Congress cannot be arrested while they're in session. If they're not in session and they're not working, they can. So keep an eye open on December 24th, which is now a federal holiday, if anything's going to be happening behind the scenes because it's a federal holiday. That's, I think that's very interesting. This show, the purpose of this show is to give information on what happened in the past week. And that's what I'm doing. But for this instance, we need to look forward to the upcoming week of something that could be taking place on December 24th or the 25th, for that matter, as both Thursday and Friday of this week are our federal holidays. The D.C. area and the White House had an evacuation on December 16th. And so that made the news. But I think we also had the big snowstorm coming in, probably related to that. But folks on Internet forums really thought things were, were, uh, were fishy there on December 16th when evacuations were taking place in D.C. and in particular the White House. I don't think there was any um, truth or, or any urgency to that because I think it related to that winter storm that came in. Now, last night, White House General Counsel Pat Cipollone, Cipollone, White House General Counsel was fired. This was December 20th, announced on Twitter around 10.30 p.m. This was a Sunday evening. Very strange. Now, we know Sidney Powell was at the White House on Sunday and Sunday evening. Uh, the, uh, The attorney for the election fraud was there. There was evidence of her people... Uh, had witnessed her leaving the White House on Sunday, which is very interesting. And then later we get the announcement of one of the White House general counsel being fired. So this will be an interesting week, I do believe. We need to keep these things in mind, both the executive orders that are happening and the news that's taking place. 
and this 45-day window that has now allegedly lapsed. The 45-day window has lapsed, but we do not know if the information was turned in on the foreign meddling in the presidential election was turned in or submitted on time. I do believe that was the case, but we're getting more and more information now that that uh, that Donald Trump and his lawyers within his inner circle are persuading him, trying to get him to just say, you know what, you may want to concede this election and move on. And so that just all that means is that there's more rats in his inner circle and the announcement of Pence getting that vice president, uh, that vaccine from the vice president Pence is also very interesting. That was either real or that was another a faked image we do not know, but keep in mind there's still probability that Vice President Pence himself is a bad guy. We've got black hats, he's surrounded, Trump is surrounded by the black hats and the bad guys in his organization and in his administration. That's why it's taking so long to clean out the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ. All these organizations, including the State Department, are all corrupt. And it goes far beyond what any of us thought it was. And it's been taking basically four full years to get the corruption out of there. And we still haven't. Still haven't succeeded with that. Trump's doing his best, but I think this is going to be a very interesting week here with Christmas coming up, the New Year coming up, and... We've got an inauguration coming up in January, the third week in January, which the American public need to know if it's going to be Trump for another four terms, four years, or Biden coming in. And if it's in Biden, we've got a real whole world of issues coming in if Biden takes over with his connections to China and his son and his criminal activity. That's all I've got for today. Remember to please check out our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Also, a big thank you for Patreons, those giving the donations, helping us move along. Once again, my name is Dan Hennon. Today is December 21st. Thanks for listening.